The Protectors of the Wood episode series, episode number 17. Junior Protectors meeting continues. After a bit more planning, Phoebe said they would meet again the following Friday, the night before the trip, and they could take care of last-minute problems and go over all permission slips. As the group was breaking up, Sule asked Abby, How are you getting there? Oh, I have my own plan. I don't want anyone to know I'm going. But I want to go with you. That's my job. But it would be nice for you to invite your mom and dad to the event. Can one of them drive? My dad works every day, and I don't have a mom. She died. Oh, I had no idea. Abby embraced Sule. She seemed about to cry, and then backed up and became her daring self again. And besides, they'll be following you. I'm supposed to be there to help you, just like around here. Oh, Sule, I'm so grateful. But you see, I'm getting there a secret way. No one will know or be able to follow me. I won't bring any problems to anyone for this trip. But I'll tell you what. There's a way that you can help me leave the churchyard with no one following on Friday afternoon. And then you can go with Nico on Saturday morning. I'll see you there. Sule considered this idea. Well, maybe that's okay. Nico already invited me, and he'll be mad if I go with you. In fact, everyone will be jealous if I go with you. They're already jealous. I think your plan is best. But don't forget, Sarah and I will see you at one tomorrow. Come right into the church. After about 20 minutes of goodbyes, Phoebe and Lewis let everyone out the front door and locked up. Let's sit here for a few minutes before we go. I sure learned a lot tonight. How things change in a week. And what a marvelous job you've done. We're your lieutenants. We're organizing. I'll say. Abby was thinking, Lieutenants. The same word Jeremy used. So, what do you think? It's a great plan. An outstanding plan. You put so many things together. Let me ask, how many younger kids are coming? And who's our staff to, you know, keep them out of trouble and make sure they get home? We've got rules for both soccer teams. They all must stay together unless their parents are there to escort them. Phoebe and I will be with them at all times. It won't be easy. I think 13 girls and 7 boys will come. 14 if you count Sule. Yeah, she should stay and help you. Give her and Nico a job. How about you? I heard you telling Sule you're going to get there on your own? Yeah, I think it's best. But I'll be there and help any way I can. Are you worried about having us join this political demonstration? Because I'm worried. I don't want any of these kids in police custody. That would be a disaster. Yes, stay away. Do something different, like tour the college or visit the stadium. Lewis looked at Phoebe and back at Abby. Phoebe doesn't agree with us. She wants to be at the demonstration. No, now wait a minute. First of all, they have a permit, and they're not calling it a demonstration. It's a 
gathering to advise the trustees. I want to see it, but I don't want our kids or their parents risking anything. I just feel like more and more of these types of things will be happening, and I have to get good at organizing them. Come on, Lewis. How is the world going to change without this stuff? I don't argue that, but you won't get detained and deported if the police bring you in. You can't afford to be arrested. I know. I feel terrible about it. Can't you see? I just think I should see this event for myself. That's all. I need to learn something. I'll go early somehow and meet you all as soon as you get there. How can you think that of me? <laughs> that I would want to endanger these families. <laughs> Phoebe wiped tears from her eyes. I'm sorry. I won't bring it up again. I'll give up the political gathering. It was selfish of me. <laughs> Lewis gave her a hug and Abby overheard him whisper in her ear. I misunderstood. It's just that it's a big responsibility for us. Don't take it personal. Phoebe pulled away and walked to the bathroom. Lewis, feeling embarrassed, stood there awkwardly. Abby felt that she had to say something. I understand. It's a horrible problem. It's not either of your fault. Phoebe returned, wiping her eyes. Abby spoke to both of them. Please don't hold it against each other. You're both 100% right. Let me come up with an answer. I don't want to leave Lewis watching over everyone by himself. And I think I have a good idea to help. Let Phoebe go to the demonstration. I... I didn't mean to lose my temper. Please, don't apologize. It's genuinely very upsetting. I know what it's like to stress out. Phoebe can tell you. Just leave this problem for me to fix and trust each other. Phoebe, her voice still not back to normal, said, We'll get over it. <laughs> but it's also sad. So sad for everyone. But that's why we're working on it. Think of the dangers the people in Rivergate have suffered. I should remember that. And both you and Phoebe almost got killed the other week. This stuff is no joke for any of us. So we'll deal with it together. They hugged and were out the front door. The street was deserted. Abby awoke to another hot and sunny day. Her blue jays fussing outside the back window near the pyramid of wood chips and shredded leaves created by Chi-Chi and Jeremy. She found some pecans in the second burlap bag of vegetables that she and Jeremy had gathered in their ill-fated trip to the forest. The blue jays swooped and squabbled, flashing their sky-blue feathers with striking beauty. After eating an apple and drinking a lemon cuke, Abby checked her timer. Almost nine o'clock. She had promised Stephanie that she would meet her about that time at Sammy's. A cup of Sammy's coffee would be just the thing. And Abby felt that she needed to get back in touch with Stephanie, a very talented person whom she had barely seen over the past few weeks. 
In addition, Abby had thought of a plan for Stephanie. Looking out the window over the sink as she drank a glass of water, Abby saw a group of people bunched around the churchyard gate. A WBCS television van was double parked behind them. Abby thought, Oh no, I can't face them now. I gotta do my interview with Sarah first. Maybe I can slip out the back. She threw on her clothes and pocketed the key to the wrought iron door. Soon she was out the window with the Blue Jays and threaded her way behind the apple trees to the privet fort. After listening there for a minute and hearing nothing, she silently crept down to the door and stood with her back against the wall. She heard voices coming through the bars. So how long should we stay? Yeah, they'll text us if she comes out the front. Somehow, I doubt she'll talk to us. Yeah, I know. But they say a photo of her sneaking out would be worth an interview. Hmm, I see. But they say she can appear and disappear. Yeah, you don't believe that stuff, do you? It's just one of those fantasies that people have. You know, celebrities have a story, and then other people identify with it. It's a story, like a movie. I don't know. It seems more like real life to me. <laughs> Abby was fascinated, but tore herself away and silently glided back up the path. As she approached her cottage, she saw Tuck knocking on her door. Staying out of the view from Bridge Avenue, she waved for him to meet her at the side of the cottage by the tool shed. Ah, there you are. I was just going to warn you to stay out of sight. They're at the back door, too. And I need to go to Sammy's for an hour. Oh, I don't see how you're going to do that. Not unless you want to face that crew and get your photo all over. I'll have my interview with Sarah around one, and then I'll face them. So just stay inside. I won't let them bother you. Do you have a key to the side door between the church and the schoolhouse? Hmm. We haven't used it in years, but I guess it'll work. They walked into the side door of the church with photographers taking shots from outside the gate. Tuck gave Abby the key. Good luck, kiddo. She returned to the cottage, oiled the key, and repeated her route out the back window and into the privet fort. Then she threaded her way through the brush out of sight of the back door and circled up the bird watcher's path to the school building. Then she crawled under the scaffolding to the alleyway and headed up to the wrought iron door to Old Stone Road. She was thinking, time to just stare it. She turned the key. The door opened. She relocked it and without a glance, walked quickly to Stable Lane. She heard a yell behind her but didn't stop until she was inside the back door to Sammy's coffee shop. Whew. Everything has to be a major production. You know, I kind of like outwitting people, but it's a lot of work. Abby took a seat at a nearby booth. A couple of people were drinking coffee at the counter, and Sammy was cooking. Stephanie served two more coffees and walked over to Abby. Oh, I hope this is a free moment. I need to talk to you about something. Abby noticed her furrowed brow, squinted eyes, and anxious hands picking at her fingernails. She thought, Not her normal, charming self. 
Just then, a couple of photographers and a man with sound equipment approached the table, taking shots and holding out a microphone. Abby Chapman, can we have a moment of your time? The public would like to know what happened in the church last week and why you fled during a hailstorm during the election for trustee. I think the photos that have been published already answer those questions. So can I have a few minutes to drink my morning cup of coffee? Sammy squeezed in front of the photographers and put his own face in front of the microphone. Uh, I'm sorry. Abby is here as our customer, and she has the right to eat in peace. I'll ask you to wait outside. They did not move or react in any way. Please, go ahead and take my picture, record my voice. I stand on my right to protect this young lady from harassment. I think your public will agree with me. An older man in a suit waved to the others. They backed up and retreated to Bridge Avenue without another word. Thanks for listening. Episode number 18 is coming soon. To hear all of the episodes, please go to our website, www.protectorsofthewood.com. For Facebook and Instagram, please go to Protectors of the Wood book series. Through heaven and earth, a tree is growing. Travel by secret ways like a shadow through our days. Follow me, come and see. We're climbing the world tree as the ages have gone by. Has grown so wide. Heaven and earth are separate now. A journey no one knows how. Follow me, come and see. We're climbing. Tree.
Follow me, come and see. We're climbing the world tree.